0: Well, hello, hello, hello. It's about that time. It's your favorite day of the week. It's Monday, seven o'clock central time, eight o'clock eastern time. You know, we bring the heat for you. We got some good shows coming up for you in 2020 because I know you're ready for the new year. I know you're ready to do some more woke stuff. I know you like that. We got a, uh, we got heavy hitters coming up. So I did want to let you know what's happening here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Let's see here. Next week, which is next Monday night, we'll be on with Miss Gia, the house goddess out of ATL. I know you don't see her doing too much live on YouTube or Facebook or any of these other channels, but she got a pretty big Instagram following. But she's a heavy hitter that I want to introduce you all to. She's going to tell you about what she's doing down in her market from Airbnb's. To uh, uh, doing full blown construction, reading blueprints, all type of wild stuff. She's a heavy hitter. And I know you know about uh, my boy House Buying Brian. It's coming up the following week. That's going to actually be on Tuesday, January the 14th. Make sure you're tapped in for that. We're going to talk about pulling multiple or giving multiple offers quickly and easily. Uh, House Buying Brian's coming up on Tuesday, January the 4th. But for us tonight's show, you see, we're going to be Talking about how we're going to get some motivated sellers nationwide, how to pull accurate data quickly and how to keep that pipeline full using this great resource we've been using called PropStream. You can check it out at uh, a woke But we're going to get into more of that in just a moment. But before we get started, put your name in and where you're coming in from. We'll give you a shout out before we get started on the show. Let me put me back up here. How do I take that down? Boom. We back on there. So. Let's see here. I see we got a bunch of people coming in here. What is this? We worldwide. We got a language I can't even speak on here. What is this? How that happened? Is that a Mandarin? I don't even know. What's up, Daniel? I see you. Uh, Tamisha, I see you. I see you. What's up, everybody? Good evening. Langston. Daniel, what'd he say? 2020, you ready? You ready for that? Don't be out there shooting them guns, having that fun. But I think that's going to do it for the shout outs. I see some more on here. 2020 equals a clear, bright path to the money. That's right. Get the money. Like it ain't funny. So, like I said, we got a good show for you tonight. So, you know, it's time. Let me get this comment off of here. It's time to get it popping. And we have. And we have. have. And we have. Mr. I stay woke. 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 woke, 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 woke. And Mr. I stay woke. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke, Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. We got a great show for you tonight. We're streaming live on Periscope, streaming live on Instagram, streaming live on Facebook on the Woke Real Estate Investors Group, streaming live on Facebook on my personal page, streaming live on Facebook on my chris monroe show page and we're streaming live on the youtube channel so if you find any value in any of this content that we talk about here tonight make sure you leave a good thumbs up leave a smart comment if you have any questions or anything as we're going along drop them in and we'll try to get to it before we get ended on the show i want to bring in mr berto from prop stream let's see here there he is what's up berto hey
1: it's going pretty well how are you doing chris
0: Good, good. Glad to have you on tonight. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, they always ask me, what are you using to get these leads? How do you get all these people? How do you get this stuff pumped up? And we've been using PropStream, so I want to bring on the expert to let them know how we get this thing
1: going. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me and uh, everyone watching. Thanks for watching. I I hope today you find some great value uh, in how to essentially extract data, right? This is data that's coming from the public records, MLS, but uh, what we do here at PropStream is give you the ability to essentially manipulate it. Uh, you can come up with a, a certain situation that you think would be a great niche for your, strat- or for your business needs. And then uh, I'll show you today how we can manipulate it. And so I'll be giving you guys some great examples, showing you how we lay out the details, how we run comps and all that good stuff. So, again, thanks for having me. And again, thanks, guys, for joining and watching this.
0: Great, great. So that's good. So um, how long has PropStream been out for?
1: Well, we actually have been in business since 2005. I think we finally set roots in 2006. Um, I joined the team early 2013 um, as a tech support agent. I got really involved with investors like yourself, uh, brokers, lenders, uh, pretty much anybody that needed real estate data. And so through the last few years, I've had the luxury as a product specialist to kind of get your demands as a user and kind of filter it up effectively through our, our chain of command. So that way, these updates that we're getting are gonna to apply to people either wholesaling, fixing and flipping, uh, lenders, again, agents looking for off-market properties. So uh, that's my history. Uh, again, property has been around since 2005. So a, a little bit about that, I, I, I do emphasize that because we are in, in this stage right now where there's a huge implosion of technology. Mm-hmm. So I, I do wanna let people know the history is important because where a lot of our competitors Uh, And I don't like to call them competitors because we will be unrivaling something that will essentially effectively make us essentially a tool rather than a competitor to these other guys. But the, the reason why I bring that up is because we, we have been collecting data nationwide for 15 years. So it's not just, collecting data, which some of these other competitors of ours are just starting to get into, but it's the ability to know which provider in every county is the most effective one, the fastest one, and the most accurate one. So in the 15 years, it's not just data collecting, but it's massaging that data. So that way we give you guys at least the most accurate data that we can acquire through the seven, 10, or 12 different sources. And we buy it all. We pretty much quality assurance all the data that's out there before you guys see it. So if a property shows through one provider it being in pre-foreclosure, but the other ones don't have that, we get to the bottom of it before we let you know whether it is or isn't in pre-foreclosure. So that's essentially what we do and how we've been doing it for 15 years.
0: Perfect, perfect. So you've been around. So you've seen the ups and downs and all the, the junk been pulled out and everything. So that's a good thing.
1: Absolutely. I've seen the growth. I've seen the struggles. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've, we've had our tough times. Um, you can, I, I'm, We're not hiding from anything. You can Google PropStream and see some of the old reviews from way back when. But we learn. And that's the thing. We, we are open to criticism. That's how we learn. Uh, We're not trying to sell you what we believe is the product. We're trying to sell you what you need the product to be. And so uh, we're open, again, to criticism or suggestions. Support at PropStream.com. We're very proactive about listening to what's hindering you in our platform, what needs to be included in our platform, uh, what you love in our platform. So... I mean, again, we are a very effective team, we're not a huge corporation, we're a private team, we're not, pu- we're not uh, public, we're not corporate-owned, we're just a 15, 20-man operation, some of our field guys are out there helping with the, the reselling, so that's what we do, and, and again, so anytime you bring in a suggestion, we're listening, it's just a matter of how do we apply all this detail, all this data, and, and make sure that that filter or that certain suggestion is accommodated accurately and effectively.
0: Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. Perfect. Perfect. So that works good. And so we're also going to be offering everybody a a seven day free trial. If you go to the link there, woke you can check it out. But he's going to show you exactly how to use this powerful information because this information is powerful because, you know, it's a lot of times I wish going back that I had the data to know what somebody owes approximately on their loan balance. I would have made a lower offer. I'm like, man, I left a lot of money on the table, but, you know, whatever. It happens. So I guess you can go ahead and share your screen if you want. Absolutely.
1: Uh, So let me get this over to you guys now.
0: So we can get it going. So like I said, if you all have any questions of anything that we're going over, put it in there and we'll get it going and uh, try to answer before we end the stream here.
1: All right, guys. So this is my screen and what's going to first happen when you log in is we're going to just identify where you're logging in from and zoom in onto your market. So I'm in Southern California, but again, nationwide data, your entire playground is all of the United States. So, the first thing you want to do when you approach our application is search a market. Now you have technically five levels of searches, right? You can search a county, you can search a city, a a zip code, and you can actually search up to five zip codes. Just make sure you separate them by commas. You can search using the draw search feature, which is located at the top left of the map, or you can search a specific address, right? So someone says, hey, my aunt's going to sell their house or you're driving for dollars, you get a property and you write it down you can type in that address and we're gonna unravel all the details and all the records that we've collected on that specific property. So let's just kind of go through an example of searching a specific address so you guys can get an idea of what it looks like. So when I search a specific property, it's gonna zoom in onto that market it's going to take the zip code of that property. and It's going to show you all of the listing types in that zip code. So the property is located in Downey, California, 90242, but it's telling me, hey, Burton, just as an FYI, that zip code has 32 properties on market. 17 properties are in pre-foreclosure in that area. Uh, one property is in an auction and so forth. But when you search a specific property, we're going to zoom in on to that specific property. We're going to instantly show you all the neighbors around that property. So you'll see number one, which is Immediate neighbor here on the right side, number two, and up to 100 neighbors around that property. You're going to be able to see the MLS records around the subject property. You can see what's active, what's sold, what's contingent, what failed. You'll be able to see the pre foreclosures and foreclosures. So we're just kind of just painting a little market analysis of the environment using you know these are the distressed properties. A lot of people are selling, or neighbors have been around for quite some time. So you kind of get an idea. Of the environment using this data right away. But the real bread and butter is when you go to the details of that property. And so, if you're an active user, we've actually updated some of these features. And so, we updated the dashboard, which is what you see here at the top. And now we're just getting straight to the point. So, again, if you click on the picture, you'll be able to get bird's eye view, street view. So, you'll be able to see the property at street level. If the property is on market, we're going to show you photos of the property. So we're able to extract the photos from the broker and apply it into the system. And I'll show you guys in just an example of what photos we have and how it looks. So you have the image of the property, you have characteristics, including the APN. Then we're going to dive into the algorithm. We're going to let you know what we believe the estimated value of the property is. This is our calculation of what we believe the after repair value is of this property. But remember, this is our calculation. So two things to note. We run an algorithm and it's data-driven, right? So do you go buy it? Sure, you can. It could be accurate. But then at the end of the day, when your investors need the data to confirm your ARV, spouting out a number isn't going to help you. You're going to have to you know, extract the comparables so that way you could present your offer and, and justify that after repair value. So if you like the 571 price point, well, you're most likely going to want to go to the comparables and justify that 571, right? You can use public recorded comps, you can use MLS comps. The difference between the two is that public recorded comps are county records, MLS comps come from the brokers, right? This is from their MLS database. Uh, why is that important? For two reasons frequency and non disclosure. So sometimes the county can take months to record a sale, right? Property sells in November, a holiday, and people aren't working. So that November sale doesn't get recorded until January. Well, MLS is different, right? MLS is from the broker's database. So if a property sells in November and it was on market, it has to get flagged as sold immediately. That's why, uh, that, you know, obviously for false advertisement reasons and whatnot. So we get to see that within 24 or 48 hours of its update. So while the county hasn't recorded yet, you can go in the MLS and see things that the county has not yet recorded. And here's a perfect example. If I go to public records and I look at cell date, the most recent cell date is in uh, September 10 of 2019 in this current zip code. So this county is a little behind, but when I go to MLS comps, again, different database, and I go to the MLS date, so I'm going to scroll down here and show you the MLS date. I'm going to organize that from most recent to oldest. We have a property that actually just sold on the 20th, uh, on the 19th, and several on the 19th, on the 18th. So remember, the county was almost three months behind. Uh, the MLS is not. We get it. The updates within 24 to 48 hours. So again, frequency. You either can show your investors data from three months ago, or you can show them data from a few weeks ago, a few months ago, maybe a month or two ago. Or if you're in a non-disclosure state—Texas, New Mexico, Utah—where they just don't give you sale records, right? They don't tell you what the property sold for, so you have to use MLS. That's why in non-disclosure states, a lot of investors partner up with realtors, so you have MLS data now. You don't have to call an agent. Maybe call them for listing a property instead of calling them to have you run a comp for them or have them run a comp for you. So you have access to utilizing MLS. So. The system does give you our estimated value, but just know that you can control, or essentially you don't have to go by our numbers, you can run your own comps and get a higher ARV and use the the data here to justify that higher ARV or look for lower ARVs. Whatever your cause or reason for doing so, you have the luxury to control your comps. So we do let you know property type, whether it's on market, distress meaning is it in pre-foreclosure, if it has an hoa the owner if it's corporate or individual if the owner actually occupies the property and owns the property sometimes you'll see non-owner occupied absentee owners tell you length of ownership how it was purchased and the county. so you have other relevant information how the property has increased in value over the last five years again the comparables which we calculated here for you we let you know how many open mortgages are on the property it's a very important thing that's not cheap data We go out and buy that data. We let you know how many open mortgages. So when I go to the mortgage and transaction history, I get to see all the previous loans from all the previous owners. I get to see, you know, in this case, the owner here and how many activities they had performed back in 2003. So this owner got a little carried away. Uh, So we get to see all the activities that the previous owner has. And we get to see the current owner's information here as well. So there is a current loan, loan one. Recorded in 2016, the loan amount, loan term, estimated loan payments, loan balance. We take that information and we've reverse calculated for you. So not only are you able to see that, but again, you get to see any other activity. So initial sale of this property was in 2015, but they refinanced the property with a different lender, and that's why the loan amount has increased. It should have been a lot lower. Again, some data aggregators don't collect this data, so they go by the original sell amount and then they reverse calculate the balance, not realizing that the owner's balance is a lot higher because they refinanced the property. So as Chris mentioned, when you type in an address, our goal is to let you know, hey, this is what's been happening. This is what the owner has been doing. So that way, you're not caught off guard. You know, and That way, you're not seeing what uh, other providers are showing as 80% equity when in reality, the property has maybe 50% in equity because it's refinanced twice or once or whatever that situation may have been. So Mortgage debt summary, last and prior sell, and then opportunity. Estimated value minus estimated mortgage balance equals our estimated equity. Granted, estimated value could be whatever your value is in the comps. It could be 600000 minus the mortgage balance, and that obviously gives you a newer equity amount. So this is what happens when you, see, uh, when you click on any property in our system, specifically if you search a particular property. We're going to let you know everything we know about the property in terms of its mortgage and transaction history. You have the property information, the details of the property, the owner, mailing address if they don't live there, characteristics, building size, legal description if you're writing out a contract. So we we try to give you, again, as much information so that way you're not asking these questions when you call the owner, right? Same goes with comparables. We're not running comps for you. I mean, we did do that for you. But again, at the end of the day, you need to present your offer. So you can go into the comps, county or MLS, like I showed you and then really get granular. One of the biggest updates that we included and a lot of uh, comps really don't do this, but we finally allowed you to get really, really granular. So if you're looking for a single family resident, you can look for a resident property. If you're looking for a commercial property to comp or an office uh, space to comp, you have that ability. As you make a selection here, it's gonna alter your property type. So it's not just any single family resident, it's a single family resident uh, that's a condominium or a duplex or a triplex So you can, get, or townhome. So you can get really, really granular. As you make your selection, your results will narrow down. And then again, we lay out the uh, distance of the property, what it sold for, the sell date. If it has the photo icon, this is how the photos are laid out for you. So any property that's on market will have layout photos. We'll show you the rehab of that property. Uh, Mind the format, that will change depending on how it was given to us by the broker. So comps is important. Every property will have the comparable section. Um, Essentially, you just go in there, apples to apples, whether using public records or MLS. Nearby listings are just showing you the other activity that's unfolding around that property. Tax information, again, mortgage. And then you have the ability in the documents and reports to purchase the accessories map. Or any document image like the deed of the property or whatever is recorded on property the last thing that you have the luxury of doing is hitting the print button the print button allows you to just print out this particular property's details on a pdf format so i hit the print button i now have a pdf file that talks about that property shows the loan history owner's history um, comps so rather than Trying to explain this to my investors, I just hit the print button and hand it to my investors and let them, you know, kind of look at the numbers and go from there. So we try to, again give you all the data that we've collected in the last 15 years and are con- constantly collecting daily, and lay it out for you. So less questions on probing, more questions on problem solution. Right? Rather than knowing, asking, hey, what, what's your balance? You pretty much know that. And so when you call the owner. Prior to calling the owner, you know whether it's a wholesale deal or you need to do a different type of strategy with that property, some sort of creative seller financing, subject to lease options or whatever it may be. Um, so that is when you search a particular property. So a lot of people tend to go into PropStream and that's what they'll do. They'll just, you know, find a property and type it in and, and then they'll go from that. But remember, we're not just that. What we do extremely well is give you the luxury to go to any market. And when you search a city, a zip code, or a county, we're gonna show you all the records that we've collected. So if I go to Las Vegas, Nevada, it's gonna tell me all of the records here on the right-hand side. So there's a lot of activity in Nevada, so bear with me. So we have just shy of 1.1 million records that you can go through. And every single record, we do 10 per page, has that layout. The only difference is that the categories will change. The previous property we were looking at wasn't on market. This property is on market. So there is an MLS detail tab. In that MLS detail tab, it tells me the listing price, the agent's information, agent's name, and the history of that property. So that's a new update. We're now letting you know and showing you all the MLS history. So if I go into the filter and say, show me a property that's active on the market for more than 60 days, when I get my result, and i go to the mls details it shows me the listing history now and this is important because it lets you know if they've been adjusting the price higher or lower like in this case there's been several price adjustments they went from 311900 306900 303900 so what does that let me know it lets me know that this owner was desperate desperate to sell the property that they were able to go from initially 329 down to almost 300,000 dollars right if we caught that early we could have offered them the cash offer of $300,000 and got away with that property. So huge update. We're going to let you know listing history. The next huge update when you're looking at property characteristics is when you're in a market and you're looking at multifamily properties. So when you're looking at a multifamily property, residential, let's say an apartment complex, um, let's say residential income, so, we now have apartment information, but when you look at an apartment complex, what we're going to now do is tie in that information with United States Postal Service data. It's hit or miss, but I'm going to see if I can try to find one here for you. I think I have one. Actually, right here. Multifamily, and we're going to do 10,000 square footage or more. So, I really want a. Okay, so let's go to different markets. So, Las Vegas is not a market for that. Let's go to Memphis. All right, and we should get results here. Okay, so in Memphis, there's a lot of apartment complexes. What we've done as an update is when you click on a property, in the property details, we're gonna let you know, oh, this one doesn't have it, um, sorry guys, for the delay. there it is. Okay, so it's hit or miss, but I wanna explain what we did with multifamilies. So when we're looking at an apartment complex, the biggest challenge that data aggregators like us had was that the entire building is recorded as one. Right? So when we look at apartment complex you know, we see the, the main address, in this case, it's just the 1490 Monroe. But what we, what we do know is that there's several hundred units or a few, hundred, a few dozen units within that building. We know that for a fact. So we had to tie in county records with postal data record. And that allows us to identify who's using, who's using what unit as a mailing address. So now when you look at a a multifamily, and again, hit or miss, as you saw, some of them didn't have it. But in this case, when I look at a multifamily property, it now lets me know and all the units. So in this address, there's unit number one, unit number 10. I get to see everything here. And with postal data, it lets me know which unit is not answering their mail, which is important because now I get to see, okay, here's a corporation that owns this 20-unit building but half of them are occupied, right? And the other half are vacated. So the cash flow that they should be having is not really panning out. They they might be actually hindering them. So what they can now do is essentially you, the investor can go in there knowing this information that this apartment unit is 50% vacated. You can now utilize that as your leverage. So that was the last update that we included when it came to the property details and the multifamily information. We're now letting you know how many units are within that property.
0: Okay. That's powerful right there. Cause I mean, you know how many people are in the building? Like, wait a minute, we got a motivated seller. Don't even know it right under our nose.
1: Absolutely. And I've seen people do that. They'll look for properties like this one right here. So this one has, uh, let's see how many units, uh, several units and some, several of them are vacated. So let's go ahead and organize that. So uh, let's go down here. And yeah, see, several of them are vacated. Tons. As you can see, more than half of the list is vacated. So they're having issues with finding tenants. So if you're into uh, multifamilies, here's one that can be suitable for you, right? So as Chris mentioned, it's just another way of us accommodating people that were doing multifamilies. You may not be there yet, but one day you will be, and that is a potential lead, is not just a pre-foreclosure, not just a bankruptcy multifamily, because that sometimes may never happen, right? These guys, these huge corporations have a great way of leveraging debt, right? So they may never get in bankruptcy, they may never get in pre-foreclosure, but just knowing that their building is 50%, 60% vacated, that's a stress point right there, and that is what potentially can lead into a conversation of wholesaling the property at 60% or 65%, or whatever your number may be. So big thing there, but ultimately, besides the property details, when you search a market, Memphis, Las Vegas, we show you all the records and we break down all the records here at the top. So let me clear that out. Las Vegas, here are all my records. In Las Vegas, I have 10,000 on-market properties, pre-foreclosures, auctions, foreclosures, cash buyers, these are all non-owner-occupied properties bought in cash. Leans are all involuntary liens, tax liens, HOA, child support liens. People, an involuntary lien is something you don't want on your property. And if you don't pay off that involuntary lien, it's going to cause a pre-foreclosure. A lot of people like to call this the pre-pre-foreclosure list. And it makes sense because, again, if you don't pay your lien, it will cause a pre-foreclosure. So you can find people that have a lien but don't have a pre-foreclosure yet, and maybe you can you know, solve that before it goes into pre foreclosure vacant comes from the postal office properties, not answering their mail and then high equity, hundred percent, I'm sorry, 50% in equity or hundred thousand in equity or more. So these are the first eight that you have, but we recently did a huge update. So now when you go into the filter, not only do we have those eight, but we have free and clear properties owned with no mortgages. So they're owned outright, no mortgages bankruptcy records divorce records we have tax delinquencies. so let me explain this a little bit every year the county has a tax rule right it's just a list of properties that did not pay their taxes on time these are not liens these are not uh, defaults this is just a list that says hey john smith jane smith they, they didn't pay their taxes on time whether they paid it next month or two months later we don't know because the tax rule comes out once a year right the idea here, though, is that if someone didn't pay their taxes in 2017, for example, three years ago, their name would still be on the tax roll now, right? So you can go in the system and say, okay, I want the tax delinquencies, but I want the tax delinquencies and of the people that didn't pay in the year 2015. So it's now looking for the people that didn't pay their taxes in the year of 2015 that are still on the tax roll to this very day. And here are my 46 properties. So again, they haven't been paying their taxes or they didn't pay their taxes in 2015. And we're at the four-year, almost five-year mark now. That's close to causing a lien. Lien then causes a pre-foreclosure. So you see how that applies? Again, we don't know if these 46 people paid it off this morning. We don't know if they pay it off next week. We will know if they pay it off because next year when I do the same search, I'll either have less or I'll have more. And if the same address is on that same, li- uh, same here next year, then we know that that owner still hasn't paid their taxes for 20.
0: And another good thing with that too, that if they even have tax delinquency, they probably don't have a mortgage because most banks have that on there in the escrow
1: already. Correct. Absolutely. So huge lists. Uh, again, this is not a lean list. This is not a default. This is just saying, hey, here are people that did not pay their taxes on time. The next category is a big one. Flippers. What is a flipper? This is a list that we created you 're not going to find it anywhere else out there unless they duplicate it but what a flipper is is that we sat here and thought okay i 'm an investor like chris i 'm an investor like one of you guys watching and so what does an investor do? They buy a property and they flip it right and that usually is within a certain amount of time and we came up with a time frame of two years so this list is a list of properties that have been bought within the last twenty four months that are now back on the market so when I click on this address here this is gonna let me know that it's been owned for two months only, and it's now back on the market. So Lee and his team at the LLC, I can go to the transaction history. They bought it in October 28, 2019 for $135,250. And I can go to the MLS details and they're now listing it for $224. Mm. That's a flipper, right? And so rather than using our cash buyers, which I still think you should use, because here, here's the difference between the two. When I, when I do cash buyers, all I know is that this property was bought in cash, right, for that amount. What I don't know is what they're doing with it right after, right? It could take six months to do their rehab. It could take 12 months to do the rehab. And so in, in that time timeframe, their funds may be locked up, right? So when you present them a contract, they may not be interested right now. But with the flippers, that's a different story. We're saying, hey, these guys have bought the property in, the, in less than two years and now it's being listed on the market and you can see whether it's active or sold. But the idea is they're already done with the rehab, right? They're done with the rehab, it's now being listed. So when it sells, guess what, they're freed up. They now have uh, the ability to pull in another contract and that's where you come in, right? So huge list, big, big, big one. It's a hidden gem because we had to tie in county records with the MLS. We wanted to see, okay, who bought a property within 24 months of you know, the, the day you do the search and, is, and then let's use the MLS data, who's now listing it on the market. And then again, in most cases, you're gonna see that they bought it for a low amount and then they're relisting it for a high amount. And these are your flippers, right? So,
0: yeah, a n- I came across people where they bought a house for cash and they've been fixing on it for ten years.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, two seventy two in cash and now on market for three ninety nine. And then you can see fo- photo because it's on market, so you get to see photos of the property and all that good stuff. So, every one of this will have that same behavior. Uh, most likely bought in cash two fifteen. It's now on market uh, and it's pending three nineteen. Here are the photos. We get to see the rehab. Why is it now being sold for 319? And so boom, there it is. See, they went in there and they rehabbed it and they did all of that within three months. That is an investor. This is not just someone that bought it in cash and we don't know what they're doing. This is using a logic that we've created. Again, nobody out there has that. I can tell you right now, no other platform has this logic unless they, and take my word on it, if they have it, it's because they're duplicating what we're doing. And that's fine. Imitation is a form of flattery, We'll take it, you know what I mean? If it helps you guys out, that's the end of it all, right? But we wanted to introduce that first using that logic. The last one is failed listing, big one. Again, this is a logic that we had to include and it uses two different sources. So in the past, before failed listing, what people were doing is they would go straight into our filter and they would say, okay, I want a failed listing. So they would search Las Vegas, play with the MLS status, look for a failed listing, and then they're done. So they would look at a property, it says it failed, they would click on it, go to the MLS details. Oh, hey, it failed in November. And then they would be like, wait a minute, it sold. How did it fail, but it sold? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because someone went in there and bought it privately, right? So it was listed with an agent and that agent couldn't sell it successfully, as you can see here. So then, Mr. and Mrs. Investor, you guys went in there and bought it privately, right? So the challenge was that people were going in our system, trying to find failed listings, but then they would realize that they were actually sold privately. So we had to get in. We had to get involved, right? We had to get in there and clean it up a little bit. So we had to include our own logic. So now, when you're searching, rather than doing failed, all you have to do is just choose failed listing, and the logic here is that. These properties were owned by a person, listed by that person, it failed, and it's still owned by that person. So here's an example. This property is owned by Westminster Storage. We can see when it was bought back in 2013, it was on market for several days, 368 days, it failed, and there's been no transaction after that. So it's still under ownership of that LLC. So again, we had to get in there and say, okay, we want it failed, but we got to make sure the county hasn't recorded a new sale yet privately, right? So every one of these will show you the same thing. 16 years of ownership by RSLE. Araceli tried to sell it. It lasted on the market for 365 days. It failed. Mortgage information shows that it's still owned by RSLE and she's owned it since 2003. So this is, again, a logic that we had to get in there and create for you guys. So these are the listing types that you guys have access to nationwide. Wherever you're at right now watching this video, you can search in your county, go into the filter. So I can go to Chicago, go into the filter, and now go through any one of these categories. Now, once you choose a category, you can stop there, or you can go to the left-hand side and refine it even more. So maybe you're looking for an owner-occupied property or an absentee owner that has a lien. Maybe this absentee owner who's renting out their property currently has it vacated. They're not answering their mail. So here's this owner that's trying to cash flow their property, but it's currently vacated right now, and it has a lien on the property. Right? That's a headache, right? You thought, oh, okay, I'm going to be making property because I have a tenant renting out this property. Lo and behold, you don't have a tenant, and now you have a county lien against your property. So sell the house. You know, you take up the mortgage, you pay off the lien, or you know what are your other options, right? So that in itself is a huge uh, lead generator, right there, a distress level generator. You then have property characteristics. Again, you can choose commercial, you can do office, you can do vacant land, industrial. You have tons of options. Once you choose that option, it then alters your property type here on the right hand side. Bedrooms, bathrooms, building size, square footage, lot size, square footage, year built. MLS status is the next layer. Do you want this property on market, off market? Some people want it off market and it failed. So here's a homeowner that has a lien. It's vacated, right? They're trying to cash flow it. They tried to sell it through an agent. It failed. We're going to go ahead and give you a call, right? Because you try to sell it, but that didn't work out. That's one less option you have. So there are different avenues you can take. If not on market or off market, I've seen people do on market. It's active, but it's been on market for like 90 days or more, right? So it's about to expire or it's, it's in the direction of expiring, right? So it's been on the market for three months. No one's biting it. Nobody wants to buy it. That's a conversation you can have to potentially get a contract. So lots of different methods in which you can find a lead. You just got to get creative. At the end of the day, I, I, I hope you guys are understanding that it's not really a category you're looking for. It's a situation that you're looking for, right? Uh, a pre foreclosure is a situation, but someone owning a property for 15 years and the property is, you know, 50 years old, that's a situation, right? It needs major rehab, so you got to start thinking outside of the box. Put yourself in a homeowner's shoe and think of the things that you that homeowners face, right? Liens, bankruptcies, divorces, uh, rehab costs, and stuff like that, and you're going to be able to apply that. And in this case, you're going to be able to apply those characteristics and then be able to say, I don't want it on market, or I want it on market. Once you're done with that, you can then do the pre-foreclosure foreclosure. So what I'm showing you guys really is I'm layering this lien category that I initially chose. I want a lien, non owner-occupied, it's vacated, there's no tenant, it's off market right now, and it's currently in pre-foreclosure, or it's currently facing an auction, or perhaps pre foreclosures are very competitive. So I don't want it in pre foreclosure, right? So if, again, if you're in, if you're in a very saturated market where everybody's doing pre foreclosure, you have the ability to stay away from pre foreclosure. Again, I'm looking for liens that are not in pre foreclosure. Like look at this one, $14,000. They're they're not in pre foreclosure yet, but if they don't pay that $14,000 property tax lien, it's going to cause a pre foreclosure. So I, 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 rhetorical question, guys. I mean, do you wait for it to go into pre-foreclosure? Do we just call them now and see if we can help them out, right? Exactly. And so that that was the idea to give you guys the ability to take every one of these records and say, okay, I want this, I want that, or I don't want this, or I don't want that. So in this case, I'm looking for a lien that's not on market, not in pre-foreclosure yet, so I can beat out my competition. If you do want a pre-foreclosure, you got auction date, release date, recording date, opening bid, default amount, ownership info. So some of you guys have had uh, issues with dealing with corporations, mix, or trusts. So maybe you're just looking for a person that has a lien. That way you're not dealing with an LLC or talking to the secretary or going through a chain of command just to get someone who's going to be able to make a deal with you or not, right? Years of ownership. Uh, you're not looking for recently sold properties. You're looking for properties that have been owned for seven years or more, or a property that was bought on a certain date, or it was you know, bought at a certain price on a certain date. And then the last big uh, update is when you're looking for non-owner occupied properties, you can now increase the level of distress. So here are 338 non-owner occupied properties, but here are the ones that are in a whole different state. So there are 32 homeowners that thought, I'm going to cash flow my property in Chicago. Lo and behold, there's no one living in there. There There's now a lien on your property. Uh, You tried to list it on the market and it failed or it's currently not on market, right? And it's not in pre-foreclosure yet. That's a headache in itself, right? So we can increase the level of distress. Maybe you don't want to deal with out-of-state owners because you don't want to send them a DocuSign, so you want to deal with the ones that are in county. So here are all the non-owner-occupied lien holders that live within the county, and then here are the ones that are local. So here are the lien holders that live locally. So they're probably a block or two away from their property, and that property now has a lien on it, right? So this gives you the level of creating a higher distress homeowner, a least distress homeowner looking for one that's farther or looking for one that's more local, So I'll leave that with you guys. Get creative. I'm hoping things are just sparking in your head. You're like, man, we can do this. We can do that because that's really the ultimate goal here, right? So that's ownership info. We can then go to the lien, bankruptcy, divorce status. So right now, I'm looking for a lien that's not on market. It's not in pre foreclosure. But the goal is to get a motivated seller, right? Here's one that's not so motivated, right? Here's one that's not so motivated. Six hundred and forty dollars. You're not motivated, but. In the lien section, I can control that. So I'm looking for the liens that only have 10000 minimum or more. So all those that are under 10000 are instantly gone. 58 properties that are sitting on a, a tax lien of $10,000 or more. Huge motivation here, right? So not only can you control the lien amount, which controls the, the distress level, right? Again, these guys are not in pre-foreclosure, but this huge lien amount, if not taken care of, will cause a pre foreclosure. So just me controlling the lean amount, I'm increasing the probability of pre foreclosure, right? If I want a higher probability, your lean is 30,000 minimum or more. So these guys are even three times more distressed than the $10,000 ones, right? So again, you know, your market and I, I I have to emphasize that because you have to know your market. If, If we're talking Beverly Hills right now, right. $30,000 $30,000 is like pocket change to these guys, right? I'm not gonna call a, a property in Beverly Hills with a $30,000 tax lien. They're probably gonna hang up or laugh at me, or they're just gonna trade in their Range Rover and just pay off that that lien. So in that market, I may have to do 300,000. So know your market and know what that threshold is, and that will be what your, your leverage is to that homeowner, right? So in this case, we'll do 5,000 or more. And then the update that we included here Is when you're looking for liens, you can now add more layers. So I want a lien that has a divorce, right? Or some creative strategies is how do you get out of a lien? You got to pay off your lien, right? Well, what if you have a bankruptcy as well, right? So you have a lien and you have a bankruptcy. So that lets me know, unfortunately, we don't have any in that area, but that lets me know, okay, so you have a lien, but you don't, you have a bankruptcy. You can't pay your lien. You're you're definitely going to head into pre-foreclosure. So- Having the ability to create that layer is amazing. Or perhaps you did deal with bankruptcies in the past or you dealt with a divorce in the past and it was a headache to get two signatures. You can now suppress status. So you can say, okay, I want to lean on a market, not in pre-foreclosure, but don't show me the divorces and don't show me the bankruptcies. So you can stay away from certain categories that you you know deem unnecessary for your strategy. So this is a huge update here to be able to suppress any of those three categories, and to control the recording date of the bankruptcy, the divorce, or the lien, lien amount, and again, for tax delinquency. So not only did you guys not pay your taxes, but I want the ones that didn't pay their taxes in the year of 2018. And unfortunately, I don't have that, right? So actually, would it matter for this category, I, I take it back, we're already beyond the point, you're not even delinquent, you already have the lien, the lien's already been filed. So we're already beyond the delinquency stage. So that wouldn't apply there. But if, if this was a tax delinquency list, then I could say, okay, I have my tax delinquency list. I want the ones that are within this time frame. Okay. So just know that depending on the category, your, your filters will have to change dynamically to that. And then the last you two, can
0: layer upon layer upon layer and pick out the people you want to target. And especially because you know I, I focus more on creative real estate. So these people with these pain points, I definitely want to touch these people. So this is something that will work good for that, you would think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anybody that, and that's really it, Chris, you nailed it around the head. There's all sorts of pain points. A pain point could be a uh, pre-foreclosure. It could be a tax lien. Heck, I mean, we can reset this and we can go to Chicago. And here's another pain point that doesn't even use a category. Non-owner occupied, so it's an investment property. It's vacated. There's nobody living there. The property has been built in 1990 or earlier. So it's really old now. It's off market. It's not in pre-foreclosure, so I'm staying away from competition, but the homeowner who's been cash flowing this property has owned it for 15 years, and it's an individual, and um, there are no liens, bankruptcies, or divorces, and the equity is about 60% or more. So what did I just create? I created a tired landlord list. That's not in any category, right? It doesn't have a lien, doesn't have a bankruptcy, doesn't have a divorce. It's not in pre-foreclosure, it's not on market. So if there's an investor out there who's only pulling categories, guess what? They missed out on 1,900 tired landlords. How do I know they're tired? Because they've owned the property for 15 years and this property is built, very old building, right? Oh, it's multifamily. Let's, let's adjust that, let's go to single family. So residential single family, okay. Now, these single-family properties were built in 1990 or before, so 234. So here's a property here. It's very old, built in 1910. It's been cash flowing for 15 years. The owner doesn't even live in the property. As a matter of fact, it was in a whole different address here, and it's currently vacated. There's no one renting out the property, right? This person is not in any category, there's no liens, no bankruptcies, no divorces. But don't tell me that this is not a conversation that we can have with someone who just right now can't find a tenant. And maybe, hey, for 15 years, they could be maybe in their 50s, in their 60s, right? If they have no kids, what's going to happen to the property? That's where maybe they can call, you know, come to you and liquidate their profile. You, you, you find this guy and you realize Mr. Miguel might have six other rental properties he's struggling with as well. So the ability to just go in here, not even choose a list, but just come up with a pain point is what we excel in and then that's how we give you the results from there you're able to then click on the properties analyze who owns it how much their mortgage is if there is one this guy bought it in cash in 04 so it's owned outright unfortunately he has a lien $16,000 lien right it's a demolition lien so he tried to do construction on the property didn't pay the contractors they put a lien on his property right owned outright property is worth 200,000 plus or minus has no mortgage, so currently vacated, we can go in there and offer him 50%. He'd still be happy because it's owned outright, right? Then that's the thing is I didn't have to call the owner to understand the leverage that I have with them. And all I did was just create that through our system. So, again, I hope you guys saw a lot of value in the filtering because that's what we've been doing for 15 years is, again, people will go into a market and they'll only choose a category, but you have the ability to sit there and think, okay, what would cause an owner to even consider talking to me about selling their house at a discounted price? And as long as you can come up with that situation you have our filter to help you out on market, off market. It's failed on the market. It's been on the market for seven months. It has high equity, low equity. Uh, in the mortgage info, it has maybe three mortgages on the property because uh, they've owned it since 2008. And so they had two mortgages at one point to buy the property. These are things that you can use to in your leverage to find a lead. And again, it doesn't have to be a given category. So I, I can't emphasize that enough. But those were the updates that we've applied. So when you guys approach our system, two things, you can search a specific address and we give you the details, or you can search any market and then instantly go in the filter, choose a category and, and stay there, right? Free and clear and then start manually filtering it. So you can refine a category or you can leave it blank and just create your situation. And then once you have your results, click on the property, analyze the property, run your comps, print your reports. You can then check off your results. You can check them all off or you can check off the ones that you really want. Save them to a list. So MLS lists. (laughs) Once you create your list, you're done. At that point, you can then go to the properties page, which is on the left side of our platform, which is like your filing cabinet. It's right over here. You can identify any of the marketing lists. So you can see I have buyers list and liens list, but I'm gonna find my MLS list that I just saved with three properties. (laughs) And now I can check them all off, hit the export button and you're done. You just went into PropStream, built the lists, and now you've exported into our system. But wait, there's more, I love saying that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There is more, Uh, you don't have to export it if you don't want to. Uh, We do have skip tracing for you. So if you wanna get phone numbers, emails, or both. Uh, we have tier pricing for you. So if you do quite a bit, you can get it as low as $0.16 cents each. Right? If you do just one, there's no limits. You can do one if you want. Uh, one phone number is $0.25. Cents, both phone numbers and emails, $0.30. Cents. Once you're done skip tracing, your results will be in the contacts page. So I, I, here's one I did uh, a month ago. So here's what results look like. So phone numbers and emails will be in there. Now, we don't charge you for the ones that don't get results. So I did 66 addresses, but I'm only going to get billed for the 58 that we got. So we're, we played very fair. We don't make money off skip tracing. We just hand it over to you guys. And then once you're done skip tracing and you get your results, you can then check it off and export it. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so uh, you have the campaign section, which is the very last section of our platform. This will allow you to create a campaign for any Uh, marketing list that you saved. So you can have a buyer's campaign. And in that buyer's campaign, you get a website and you can send as many campaigns as you want. So we have postcards, voicemails, or emails. And so if you get very, very familiar with the system, um, your campaigns will get very elaborate, like you see here, right? You'll send postcards and emails um, all to the leads that you have in our system. So our Goal is really the search page for you to just go in there and create a list, but then you have the luxury of exporting that data, skip tracing it, and then marketing to it.
0: Great, great. That looks good. So it does pretty much, it's a business in a box almost. They got everything you need there. <laughs> and so for people that are uh, wanting to try this out, uh, like I said, it's a free seven day trial at woke source.com. Uh, you can try this prop stream uh, service out, see if you like it. A lot of people get on it and get hooked because you know, you pull a lot, you spend a lot of money on lists. I know before I got on it, I spent a lot of money on pulling lists. And when you get on this, uh, the basic plan is what 97 bucks a month, and you can pull up to 10,000 records just off of that. 10,000 records that's a lot of people. It take you, you know, if you're not using some crazy system to touch these people, that's a lot of people to touch. If you're just a one-man show or one-person army, you're banging that phone out. You know, 10,000, that's a lot. So I think that would be good for people.
1: Absolutely. And now that I showed these unique strategies, I mean, 10,000 should, I mean, we saw 800 tired landlords, right? We never thought about that. Now we have 800 we can add to a marketing list. Um, One thing to note, too, is uh, in your... um, Trial period, you do get 50 properties to export out of our system. So we're going to give you access to everything you just saw, but you will get 50 properties to export from our platform. Now, one important thing I'll leave you guys off with, Chris uh, just mentioned, you know, he's bought data. Keep that data. If you have data or list that you have on your desk, da- hang on to it. The reason why I'm telling you to do that is we're going to be releasing a new update, a huge update that is going to shake the industry. This update is called List Management, and it's it's talked about here in the pop-up. But what List Management's gonna allow you to do is it's gonna allow you to import any list from any other provider, or a list that you've held onto for two years. (laughs) You'll be able to import it into PropStream, and we'll instantly give you all of our data. So if you have a list from two years ago, a high equity list, when you import it into our system, We'll tell you the ones that no longer have high equity. We'll tell you the ones that are off market. We'll tell you the ones that have a bankruptcy, that have a pre-foreclosure, that have a lien. So hang on to your list, but this is going to shake the industry. Right now, you do have that luxury. It's just manually done, right? If I have a list of 100 properties that I saved from a different provider, I can go into PropStream and type out those addresses one at a time. It's very very tedious. And one at a time, I can get the properties details. But what we're going to do is we're going to include that feature in the properties page. So when you import it, there'll be a new button here. You'll be able to import it. We're going to have a lot more boxes here at the top that are going to show you all of the categories. So it's going you're going to import that list of 1,000 high equities, and these boxes will let you know, okay, 70 of them are in bankruptcy. 100 of them are currently on market with an agent and so forth. So huge, huge update. Um, this is why I, I don't like the word competitor because at the end of the day, we all need to realize that we service you guys and you guys are the ones that need the most accurate data. So we figured by list management, we get to play on the same t- side. If they, if they still, again, if they want to call us competitors, fine, but you could bring their data over and we'll give you our data. They might have something that we don't have, but vice versa, we might have something that they don't have. So to put it together and for you, the investor, to see it together on one page, I think that's like pinnacle. That's imperative for you to know. You know, so um, just keep a lookout for that. We're trying to launch that hopefully within the first or second month of this next year, which is, again, in the next 30, 60 days.
0: Wow, that's some powerful stuff. So the data is king. You got to have some good data. I know we had a couple of questions here. I know we're about what, 50 minutes in. I want to take a couple of questions if you had a moment.
1: Of course. Yeah. Take your time. I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions that people have.
0: Right. I know they were asking some good stuff. So if this video provided any of you any value, make sure you give it a thumbs up and share it to somebody else who may care. Let's see here. What do we got here? Um, how do you recommend realtors using this? I use I used to wholesale, but just got info for other realtors. What is something?
1: Yeah, that, that, that with realtors, you're technically wholesalers in, in a book. And I don't mean to offend wholesalers. I hate realtors <laughs> or vice versa. But just let's think about it. So uh, as a wholesaler, you're looking for a distressed property, um, equity, and it's off market. An agent, you need, you need to either find a buyer or list the property, right? So similar strategy as an agent, you'd look for off market prices. The only difference though, is that you can look for properties that have equity or no equity, right? So um, you would go into PropStream, find any category, right? Even those tired landlord lists I just showed you, that would potentially be a a great list, right? They're not on market, they're vacated. So you could be the listing agent for the rental property. So it's just, you got to At the end of the day, as an agent or a broker, you're looking for off-market properties, whether they're off-market properties for you to list for sale or you're looking for those cash buyers. Like We had the flippers list, properties that were bought in 24 months that are now being listed on in market, whereas the cash buyers list, they were just bought in cash. They're not listed yet, so that could be another list for you if you're an agent representing buyers. So I hope that kind of gives you an idea on what an agent could do. And again, tons of agents are using our platform, uh, not for uh, finding off-market properties, but sometimes they're stepping out of their market where they don't have access to the MLS. So they can use our platform to look at uh, failed listings or run comps in that market as well.
0: Yeah, nationwide makes a big difference. You're worldwide. Let's see here. Um, Let's see. What is it saying here? You clicked has a lien bankruptcy and divorce, but stated Chicago properties do not have them. Why would you click those three boxes since they state has? Um, No,
1: Chicago properties have them. So it's just a matter of as you get too specific, right? Let's think about that. So if I click all three categories, what's the probability of a homeowner going through a lien, a bankruptcy and a divorce at the same time? Uh, That probability could happen. It's what we call the unicorn. And that would be a great lead. They probably want to get out of the situation as soon as possible, but you get too granular and then you won't find it. So no, Chicago has liens and bankruptcies and divorces. It's just, if you, try to stack them all together at once or get too specific, you may not get any results.
0: Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, we have another question here about high equity. Is it a way we can filter to locate high equity locations or properties?
1: Um, high, high equity location is tough. We don't show you like a heat map that shows high equity properties, but there is technically a way to do it. First way to do it is uh, the, the export way, right? You build your high equity list, you then export it onto a CSV file, or an Excel sheet, and then you just organize the city or the zip code. And then from there, you're able to see which zip codes has the more rows, right? In our platform, you can technically do that beforehand. So let me share the screen really quick. And the way that it's done is when you go to, let's say Memphis, Tennessee, and you're looking for high equity properties um, that are single family. So once you get your results, Prior to exporting it, you can click on this little tab right here and it gives you the spreadsheet view. And at that point, I can then organize it by zip code. And now they're in numerical order. So in 38101, there's only one property that has high equity, right? In 38103, I can see that there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven properties that have high equity. So I'm now able through going through several pages know which zip code has the most high equity properties in there. And that also applies with cash buyers or any category. So I can go to the cash buyers and do the same thing, organize it by zip code. And now I can see which zip code has the most cash buyers in. And once I identify that, technically, that's probably where I want to find my liens as well, or my pre foreclosures or my vacant properties or whatever the lead is that I'm trying to look for.
0: Wow, that makes sense. Cool, cool. So this thing can do, do a lot of stuff. I mean, it, it amazes me every time. It's like it just keeps getting upgraded.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot more to come. I mean, we, we again, we're always open to um, what people are, are saying. we we're, we're, we're not uh, we don't work at the speed of light. Uh, so just understand a lot of the stuff that we're doing is unheard of, like list management. It's things that we're uh, developing. Um, and so we're, we're in uncharted territories right now, but we're willing to strive through it. We're, again, we're going to have our, our great times and our down times, but you guys got to let us know, hey, you guys need to add this. You guys need to remove this. Um, and we're, we're listening. It's just a matter of can we implement it and how fast we can implement it.
0: That makes sense. Always growing. So let's see here. We have a question from Ashley Campbell. Can you explain the bankruptcy portion? I guess when you went over the bankruptcy, how do you, I guess, get that information and know about that?
1: yeah bankruptcy actually comes from the county recordings office so it just shows properties that have filed for bankruptcy so you'll either get the Chapter 7, Chapter 13 types of bankruptcies. Um, I'm not a bankruptcy attorney or an expert, but the idea technically is, um, if we look at, if we just get the general idea, uh, you file for bankruptcy because you obviously have no income coming in, right? Your your debt is too much, so you file for bankruptcy. Now, what you need to know is what that bankruptcy uh, encumbrances. Sometimes it's uh, real property, so therefore you can't sell the property at a discounted price unless the bank approves of that price, right? So you might have to do a short sale or something of that nature. So think of a bankruptcy as an indicator that someone's in trouble and there's no income coming in, right? Now, what you need to discover is what the clauses are in that bankruptcy. Can the property be sold at a discounted price? Can it not be? And so I hope that kind of, I know it's a cop-out answer because I'm not, again, I'm not an attorney, so I can't tell you which one you should be going for, but I can only explain to you that it's a lead type because people that don't have income will technically file for bankruptcy.
0: And speaking of the attorney, when you pull the information up on PropStream, it has the attorney information right on there. <laughs> That's right.
1: So you can call them and then they can break down the details of whether you are able to you know, submit an offer or not and who you should submit the offer to as well. Exactly.
0: Here's a good one coming in from Daniel. Burton, is PropStream looking to add water, electric list, etc.?
1: Um, We don't have that particular list type, but that's actually categorized in our utility list. So we have the uh, utility lien list. So unfortunately, it's not the water electric list, people that didn't make their payment on time, we have the utility lien list. So this is when they're habitually not paying their utilities on time. That's when we put them in the system. So you'll see sewage, uh, trash, you'll see um, waste management, electrical. And so all of that's included. Uh, let me just kind of show you really quick where that's at. Uh, when you search a market, go to um, the filter, it's gonna be under liens, divorce status, and it's in the utility section. So in the utility, you'll be able to see the the type of liens that you're looking for. So. Let's see if we can go to Chicago. and That way you guys can see some of these utilities. And do note, sometimes they don't label it utility, it might be labeled as other. So if you don't see utility, check off other, because sometimes they get kind of lazy, but you'll see like sanitation charges. Uh, What you can do again is organize it by the lien type. And so you can see what types of charges were against that property. So in this case in Chicago, most of them are sanitation charges. I think if we go to like Las Vegas, You'll see different types of sanitation charges. Let's go to...
0: CVH. Come to St. Louis, you'll see a lot of sewer liens. They don't play about that stuff around here.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot, like especially Los Angeles, uh, you'll get uh, unpaid hazardous waste. So the, the lien types will change. So you will see water in here if it's available. If, again, it's labeled as a utility, uh, you might have to, uh, again, go in here and also check off other because sometimes they just will not record it at, or label it. So you'll have to either go in there and then go to the lean details and look at the document type. I'll tell you whether it's a collection service or if it's a trash or waste or sanitation and so forth. So we do have it. It's just not um, specifically separated to say the least. Like, but th- again, thanks for letting us know. We'll try to get that in there as soon as, I mean, we have the records. It's just, we have to make sure it communicates with all the other records that we have as well. But to answer your question, we don't have it specifically but it would be located under the utility lien section.
0: Okay, and then that's a good answer there. We have a question from 661 Rick. I've been using PropStream for a long time. Is there a quick reference sheet or page to show what markets you are not in or do not provide accurate data in yet?
1: Well, it's that's tricky. So in terms of like accurate, not accurate, all of our data comes from the county or MLS. So the only time that it's inaccurate is if they you know, make a mistake which again has happened, I think the challenge is more frequency. So that is the challenge that all aggregators face is that there are markets where the frequency is not fast, right? So, uh, And what I mean by that is you've got to kind of understand it from our business standpoint. We have to send agents out there to collect the data. Now, some markets are electronic. So we're able to just get that email packet from them and then we upload it in our system within 24 to 48 hours. In some markets, they're not electronic. They're actually still in the primitive stage where we have to go somewhere and get someone out there and copy line by line by line and then get it into our system. Now in those markets, don't expect daily updates, right? So that's why the list management is imperative is because we realize that. We understand that we may not have it all. We understand that we may not have a list that this other provider has, but we may have other data that that provider may not have, like the mortgage information, the lien information. So There are areas where our frequency, to say the least, isn't the greatest. But again, if you have something that we don't have in that market, you can right now type in the specific address and we'll give you the records that we have collected. But when that list management comes out, if you're in a market where, let's say, pre-foreclosures only come out every two weeks in our system, but you're able to get it every day uh, through uh, someone that you send to the county every day, well, take that list, put it on Excel sheet and import it and now we're going to show you what's on market, what has a lien, what has a bankruptcy. The only thing you won't see is the pre-foreclosure records because we don't have it yet. But you hopefully can qualify that property because you got it from the county before we do. And now we're tying in all the records. So again, you can go from something that we don't have to now seeing which ones are the ones you do have that need to be marketed to or need to be wholesaled or need to be subject to it, or whatever it may be.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, it's accurate data and it's what it is. You got to still do something with it. got to work it either way.
1: Yeah. And, and one thing to note, too, is it's also a know your market. Like we get this question a lot in the, the state of Texas. A lot of people call in and they're like, hey, you're pre foreclosures. Um, I can't find any le- or any auctions um, after a certain day. Well, in the state of Texas, they only do auctions every Tuesday of the beginning of the month right so if you didn't know that like i'm from california we do auctions every business day right? right so in california that's what we do so if i didn't understand texas and i go to texas on the 3rd or 4th week of the month and i'm trying to look for pre-foreclosures well i'm now in a in a tough situation cuz all the results i'm looking at 3rd or 4th week of the month are going to be auction the first week of the next month so you have to understand your market understand that there is going to be a, a different strategy that each uh, county has, and we're only limited and governed by when they release the data. And again, um, the, the, the population, I will say that the more populated the area is, the faster we get the data, the more rural the area is, expect some uh, delays and some latencies in there.
0: It makes sense. In the middle of nowhere in the sticks, don't, don't respect it quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely too. So
0: Makes sense. Let's see here. I think we had a couple more questions. If you all had any other questions, drop them in before we get up out of here. Let's see here. Will this be saved on YouTube? Yes, it'll be saved on the YouTube channel at Chris Monroe STL. So definitely check that out. I look like you got some fans. Nina Garner say, "Love me some Burton." Yes, (laughs)
1: love you too, Nina. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Let's see here. A friendlier phone app. Is there going to be an app coming out? Yes,
1: we are actually developing one as we speak. Uh, Our anticipated arrival. It's actually being beta tested, so we're trying to release it hopefully at the end of first quarter. But our threshold that we're giving ourselves is April of uh, this year. So second quarter we should have a a mobile app which will be in. Entirely different than what you see in our desktop version. This mobile app will have unique features that are solely designed to the mobile app. Um, One thing I could hint a little bit is that obviously it's going to tie into all of our data. One thing that we are working on is allowing you to set filters to your mobile app. So you can go into your platform at home, build a list. I'm looking for pre-foreclosures that failed on the market. Save that. Send it to your phone, and as you go about your day, drive around, get your're stuck in traffic you 'll get alerts saying hey there 's a property right off the freeway that meets that, crit- that criteria right so you 're going to be able to save these filters, and uh, it 's almost like a game now at that point once you have that filter and it could be a cash buyer, a taxi and a pre foreclosure you 'll get pop ups because uh, we 'll tie it into your GPS and all the data that we have so you can oh. either do it virtually or you can do it the driving for dollar aspect so Uh, Q2 this uh, next year, which is in just a few days. So hopefully by April, Um, again, we're beta testing it. So it's, it's in the already completed stages. It's just a matter of making sure all the logic is sound.
0: So is it going to be more of the like driving for dollars type aspect or more just like I'm gathering data and I'll come back to my computer and use it later?
1: Well, a little bit of both. We will have driving for dollar aspects. So you'll have the ability to send postcards, run comps, run rehab. Um, we're not going to allow you to build lists on the road. We're going to stay away from that, right? We don't want you to you know, get carried away and you're driving in traffic trying to build this elaborate list. Uh, what it's going to be more designed for is to get Specific property information. So you're driving by a property, take a picture, you get the property information, you can send postcards, you can skip trace, you can do a quick rehab on it and get the ARV right then and there. Now, uh, you won't, again, be able to build a list. The whole oh, lights went out. So um, to build a list, you're going to have to essentially um, go into your desktop first, create your categories and filters. Send that to your phone and then your phone, depending on where you're at in the United States, will alert you to the leads that are within your vicinity that meet that criteria. And then you'll be able to drive to them and then do your due diligence with the phone app. And then from there, if if you still want to follow up with that property, you'll be able to save it to a list and then send it back to your desktop version. But to be frank, um, most of the stuff will probably be done on that mobile app from gathering the details, taking photos and then doing your marketing as well.
0: So the technology is increasing every day of the week.
1: <laughs> absolutely, <laughs>
0: getting better and better. So that's good. So uh, let's see. Burton is very informative. Thanks. Yep. So you. Got- oh,
1: absolutely. I, well, I, honestly, I learned from you guys. I've taken real estate courses. I've read a lot of books. Um, I, I've I've always been intrigued with data. Um, my 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 luxury that I've had in seven years is I've had the luxury to speak to all sorts of investors, and I I think that's a big thing. I think you guys want to kind of always be a, a student, always be uh, open to learning. And and that's the luxury I've had. I've always curious, like, why are you looking for this lead while the other people are ignoring that type of lead? And it's because I finally realized it's strategies, right? If you're wholesaling and fixing and flipping, you gotta have equity um, in a distressed property. If you know subject twos and how to do a wrap, or how to do lease options, well, you can look for properties that don't have equity. So it, 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 it's a matter of um, just knowing. And so if you are open, if you really feel that this is the industry for you and you're going to make a lifestyle out of it, educate yourself, man. I mean, it's, it's not easy, but you have the luxury. People like Chris giving out this information. I mean, this is stuff that was not cheap back in the days, guys. So take advantage, uh, learn the strategies, learn how data can be manipulated it's no longer about categories it's about pain points so come up with situations predicaments and use our filtering system to isolate that predicament and that way it's not just pre foreclosures it's not tax liens it's tired landlords or failed listings or these property these multifamily properties with 50% vacated units it's stuff like that you should start be uh, start looking into
0: Definitely. And it's definitely made a big difference. Like I said, I was paying a lot of money pulling those lists. You know, they charging like thirty forty cents a name and this adds up to like what two cents a name or something? Like real cheap.
1: Less actually. Yeah. I mean at, at 90 your price point's what ninety-seven dollars a month at ten thousand. That's half a half a penny. Um cool. so and, and remember too, you get unlimited searches, which means as long as you're not saving the records, they don't count against you, which is the goal. We want you to go through the records first. You may get a hundred results, but maybe ten of them don't really meet your criteria. They're just too far out, right? So you only save the ninety, and when you save the ninety, that's what counts against you. So you searched hundred, but saved ninety, and the ninety is what counts against your export limit. So unlimited searches, but ten thousand downloads every month for ninety-seven dollars. And there's no yearly contract, guys. You do get a seven-day trial period. So Take advantage of the strategies I shared with you. Check out your market. Find those tired landlords, uh, those tax liens with bankruptcies and so forth. And then uh, hopefully that lets you know whether there's enough records and enough leads for you to justify it
0: yeah definitely makes a difference and you know at 100 bucks a month i mean we waste that on just skip tracing alone or just anything you know
1: <laughs> oh absolutely i mean i live in la i mean 100 bucks a month is like two weeks of tra- uh, gas here our gas prices are right now 360 a gallon so i trust me I hundred dollars i could sit at the comfort of my own home and find leads you know what i mean I, I driving for dollars uh even in a in a four-cylinder is is expensive out here <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh I, I think again especially for those that are virtual wholesalers you're in a different market um so i, I definitely think the nationwide feature is definitely going to help you out there
0: definitely makes a difference so uh, for people to, who have not already set it up check it out WokeSource.com. you can sign up right there get a seven day free trial to prop stream and uh check that out anything else you want to share with us before we wrap this up burton
1: No, just look out for some new features coming out. List management coming out hopefully at the end of January, beginning February. Mobile app is coming out um, at Q4. uh, I'm sorry, Q2. uh, April, May is what we're anticipating. um, And a lot more to come. So it it doesn't stop there. I mean, we're always collecting data uh, no matter what. And again, if you guys have any uh, questions, any concerns, any suggestions, any complaints, We love to listen to them, support at PropStream.com. We also just created a Facebook community page uh, specifically for users only. Uh, There's no selling or any of that. It's just questions, concerns, brought ups. Um, Our our admin, including myself, are there to help you understand it. So it's PropStream user community, specifically for users only, but great way to get an understanding of how to approach the product and, and some of the features that we have to offer.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. I do have, let's see here, one other question here. Let's see. What is the best way to print out rehab from Blue Hammer? I couldn't get the print right. Might be on my end.
1: Yeah, that's actually going to be on your end. Typically, once you're, um, uh, let me actually show you that. Uh, once you're in the platform um, and you click on a given property, uh, when you get to the rehab calculator and you complete the rehab calculator, at the very end, you'll have the print summary. So once you're in the print summary, all you have to do is just hit the print button. Now, I I do want to note that we've been having some challenges with a certain um, browser, and that's Microsoft Edge. So after you do your rehab calculator, let's say complete bathroom model here, I'm just doing one really quick. And it tells me, okay, that bathroom remodel is uh, 13,000, go to projects and report and then you just hit print estimate. Now, if it doesn't work here, after you're done with this, uh, a copy of that report should be in your documents and reports. So you can go to documents report. You might need to refresh the website, uh, but it'll pop up here. You can hit view and hit the print button. But again, if you're using Microsoft Edge, that could be the factor of why it's not printing out properly. So if, if that's the case, just use a different browser and that should hopefully help you out there.
0: See, now that's an advanced user right there. I don't even go to that page. I don't know nothing about all that right there. They just <laughs> they rehab stuff. I don't rehab houses. I just buy them.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but we do. Yeah, we have the rehab calculator, the analysis. There's a lot of tools here, um, and we can help you with the Propture Music community to get some insight on um, if you are going to cash flow your property or if you are going to do rehab, how to approach the rehab calculator.
0: Cool, cool, Burton. I appreciate your time tonight, and uh, thank
1: of you. Of course. Anytime. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. If you guys need any help, give us a call. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. So just reach out and I'm always happy to help you guys out as much as possible. That's right. Burton's worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys. Have a great day. It's been a pleasure. You guys take Uh, care. Okay.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. And that's how we do it y'all. So like I said, if you are looking to set up for PropStream, if you haven't already used this service, uh, I would suggest you go on over, check it out at wokesource.com. You get your seven-day free trial. Check it out. You'll be hooked. You'll be in the book, just like that. So um, it's a very powerful system. I pull we pull a lot of lists from there. I let my VAs go on there and pull lists all the time, or you know, do things or research data, find out things, you know, when they're talking to people on the phone before they call them, go look up information like how much they owe. All of this data is at your fingertips. There are no secrets anymore. The cat is out of the bag. So that's what I would like to say. Let's see if we got anything else in here. What's up, Z? What's up? What's up? So, yep, that'll be nice. Let's see here. Damn, late. Didn't Burton talk about all the new features? Yes, he talked about all the features on PropStream. And this will be saved on the YouTube channel at Chris Monroe STL. If you haven't already, subscribed to the channel. Like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. We appreciate that. Other than that, any other questions or anything before I get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? And like I said, coming up here, uh, let's see here. What do we got coming up here the next couple of days? So we got next week we'll be on with um, Gia, the house goddess next Monday night, seven o'clock central time, eight o'clock Eastern time. You might have seen her on Instagram teaching and preaching and giving some of the game out because you know she do a lot of real estate down in the atlanta atl area seen her doing construction doing airbnb doing all type of stuff uh you know we want to pick her brain i want to bring some quality people to you so you can actually learn some of this game from some heavy hitters that's out here doing the business of real estate so make sure you're tuned in for that that's next monday night then coming up the following week. We're going to be on with uh, House Bond Brian. We're going to be talking about how to give those multiple offers quickly and easily. That's going to be actually Tuesday, January 14th, Central Standard Time, eight o'clock Eastern time. That's coming up on Tuesday, January 14th. I think for that Monday we'll be coming on as well, but I'll probably be doing a case study on one of the deals that have uh, went through already. So that's how we do it. And also, if you haven't already join the free Facebook group the woke real estate investors group on Facebook talking about subject two, talking about lease options, talking about seller financing and all the other crazy stuff that you may not know of that you might just be like, you know I'm trying to wholesale, but I can't wholesale everything because the numbers don't work. Learn some of the strategies, get some of the tools in your tool belt. So let's see here. We have some other comments before I go. Let's see here. Thanks. Yep. 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 No problem. And those people that's watching in the woke real estate investors group, there's a link within the description. You just click it to get permission to be able to use your name. That's why it says Facebook user in here. I forgot to mention it in the beginning, but other than that, I think that's going to do it. What's up, Rudy? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate each and every one of you. So with all, with all that being said, I'll see you next week right here on the same bat time, same bat channel. Like I say, we're going to be getting it going. So do what you do, be who you be, and I'll see you before you see me. And we have. And we have. And we have.